Okay, so start. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the abbreviated Missing a Person Will Mourn His Loss edition of A Moment of Silence for Our Last Days. Of the Poster Men. I am Elijah Elliott, and to my left. Your, wait, that's me. Uh, I'm Ken. Hello. And across the table is not Lewis and the other guy. I'm the other guy. I'm <laughs> and Lewis is gone. He's at work. We he's, will all miss him. He just started a new job. He's working for a We're going to find a time to warehouse. record an actual full-fledged edition of this podcast with him to talk about the movie that we picked, which we can't announce because... We can't no announce? So, we can't. so this is our film I don't know episode. why we wouldn't be able to announce this. All right, we're doing it's not like anybody's listening to this stuff. That's true. It's fake. It's out there. It's not real. It's pitch black. <laughs> Dumbledore dies. So this, we're going to do a sum-up of the September box office... The movies that came out, how well they did, and then round into October with what we're excited for, what's coming up, and how that looks for the box office and the movie industry in general. I want to go to a topic real quick. They moved around. Fox has yet again moved around a lot of titles, which included Attila Battle Angel. That got moved from a Christmas release to, I think, a February release. And then, I don't know. I haven't heard any of this. The only thing I heard was uh, Dark Phoenix. Dark got Phoenix pushed, got, bu- got, got pushed bumped. to May. That was part of that was part of their thing. And now coming up in December around holidays is Untitled Deadpool movie, which apparently is a rated PG thirteen version of Deadpool two. Oh yeah, I, I heard. I heard that. I thought that was just going to DVD. No, going right oh, to going screens. To going heading to screens to see if it's a viable option. Because it's very, apparently been discussed that when they get bought by Disney, they want to see if Deadpool is a viable PG thirteen franchise. Well, maybe just rehashing their old movie. I was going to say, it's not going to make them any chopping the R rated, the the delightfully R rated, <laughs> R rated Deadpool two down to a PG thirteen version and then re releasing it to theaters is not, not a smart, good choice. But I think they're adding something Christmassy on front of it. Ooh. To make people come watch it, like it's another part of the movie, which is like, oh, it's Deadpool like saves Christmas, a fifteen minute romp, which apparently oh. is something. We'll see, like that, that Ryan Reynolds teased. That I'm like that I'm okay with. That's fine. Who's ready for disappointment? But, but <laughs> put that on the nose of <laughs> put that on the nose of uh, Dark Phoenix, or put that on the nose of. Well, unfortunately, there's not another Marvel movie coming out in that time frame fox is trying to fox is trying to figure itself out before it gets bought by disney because they are still going to be kind of their own entity but disney's going to be like the main controlling factor of everything and disney's giving all the marvel characters back to marvel so they'll be under that yeah fox fox is giving all the fox is giving back all the properties back back to to marvel okay so they're like okay they're back then under their but just what'd you do I don't know, um, but no. Dark Phoenix. Don't touch things, this but... is what I get for uh, for messing around. Any buttons? No, for having having a laptop with a tiny ass screen. Tiny ass screen, and then uh, Dark Phoenix. I watched the trailer, and it came out, and everyone they were Fox was expecting thunderous applause and everything. My favorite comment about the trailer was, "Didn't we see this movie a long time ago called X Men Three: The Last Stand?" Which pretty much looks exactly like this movie. <laughs> Minus the one character that you're kind of interested in, which is Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. So you just took the interesting factor out and you're like, here's all these very good actors playing characters that you're like, give them something. But 
Fox can't write them all or any of their lives. Who's ready for disappointment? Exactly. That um, is a theme. The the X Men films since about X Men Two have been nothing but disappointment. Notable exception, mild notable exception being Logan, and to a le- to a lesser extent, disappointing to a. Never mind. Uh, and also, but not as satisfying, uh, Days of Future Past. Do you include the Deadpool movies as a Fox X-Men Oh, movie? no. They technically have the X-Men in it. And X-Force. They technically do, you're right. <laughs> There's okay. more X-Men than anything else in that movie. Okay. <laughs> if Deadpool, the Deadpool movies are included, so Deadpools is, are also not disappointing. That's at least three in their t- the top good rating out of like fifteen. So that's not bad. <laughs> yeah, one fifth, <clears throat> one in five. That's a that's a twenty percent. Yep. You don't like Wolverine Origins with Barakapool? <laughs> um, the best thing to come out of that movie was the end sequence, the the uh, end credit sequence in Deadpool two. <laughs> that is true. That's the best thing to come out of that movie. I was like Liv Shriver or Sabretooth, but that's. Not oh, that's point. true. That's true. <laughs> well, no, not a Sabretooth. It's Creed. Oh, yeah, it's Creed, not Sabretooth. Because Sorry, because Sabretooth get... dies in the first movie. Right. So because you can't they... call him Sabretooth because, oh, continuity's messed up again because we're an X-Men movie. Um, <laughs> um, but back to the original thought of September movies. How well did they do? How awesome were they? Oh, September, September movies. Tyler, did you see anything in September? I don't even remember if you came along for anything. No, what did I watch? We watched something. We, we watched something. Oh, God, it wasn't Book Club. It wasn't <laughs> Book Club yet again. We haven't yet. We've all yet to see Book Club. Listen I might pick that. For- Crazy Rich Asians. You're right. Crazy Rich Asians. That was in August. What about, what about, uh, what do you call it? Predators. Didn't you watch Predators? Oh, yeah, you watched Predators. Yeah, because one of those I sat on a chair and you're like, why are you sad and depressed? And I'm like, I just wanted to sit down. (laughs) Why are you sad and depressed? All I wanted to do was just sit. Wow. Uh, But yeah, Predators being, being an interesting movie, but. I liked it. Yeah, it's fun, but it didn't, it didn't. Pull out the box office like Fox wanted it to. It was not like well, no. it was not franchise starting. It was not. It was it was just a whisper and then it was gone. Like, for example, the theater near us lost it in two weeks. We don't even have it anymore. <laughs> so, which is not surprising, but what else? I know there's something else we watched. I don't think you watched anything I else. Did a drive in at one point? That wasn't in September. That uh, is true. We have not no, been to that anything. Was Labor Day. Yeah, that was Labor Day. So that was in August. Yeah, no, it was September. What was it September? Labor Day is the first Monday in September. Oh. But we, we, we didn't watch it on a Monday. We watched it on a Sunday night. If we went to the drive-ins. Yeah, so that was August. Why was it August? Oh boy, now we're drawing now we're on the calendars. But we... The box office-wise, it brings up, Ken, how was the top ten look like for oh, September? the top ten... Highest grossing movies Just in take it from the bottom. September. We'll okay, it. number ten. Fahrenheit eleven nine. Oh boy, with five mil. Ooh. Uh, Unbroken Path to Redemption. Hey, I saw that with one. five and a half mil. That was a that was a sequel that nobody asked for. Big jump to number eight at twenty, almost twenty two mil, twenty one and three quarters mil. Wow. Uh, wow. Smallfoot on one weekend 
makes 23 mil. Missed White Boy Rick there. No, I didn't. I said White Boy Rick made the big jump to 21 and three quarters mil. I saw that too. I didn't see Jiminy Cats. Number six, to clarify, uh, Night School, also on one weekend. 28 million. I did see Night School. Although these are, these are, those those two numbers are probably estimates. Smallfoot and Night, yeah, they're and est- Night they're School. Yeah, they're estimates for tomorrow. Would be, tomorrow. would be estimates. Because yeah. those final uh, numbers come out tomorrow. Right, because it is only Saturday evening. Sunday. Sunday evening? Sunday. It is Sunday, you're right. Yep. I lost a day in there somewhere. Uh, number, number five, Peppermint at 33 and a half. Hey, me and Ken saw that. We did. Uh, a Simple Favor at 43. I saw that. House of the Clock and Its Walls at almost 45. Ken and I, Ken saw that. I didn't that get to see that. Separately. I really wanted to watch that one. Well, you should it's, take a Tyler, Ken. It's fair. He was probably working. I was probably working. It was Tuesday <laughs> afternoon. You, though, not taking me. <laughs> I'll start asking you. What are you doing Wednesday, Tyler? Oh, I'm working. <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> uh, if I'm not working, you didn't ask me. You're always working. That's hurtful. <laughs> Through the week, you work. You have a Monday to Friday job, man. Uh, number two. Pre- the Predator at 47 and a little over a half. <coughs> and number one, big number one, The Nun with 109. Wow. September in horror movies is a successful idea, I guess. Because well, last year It came out and that did really well. Mm-hmm. And this year The Nun came out and is doing currently... The franchise is best, box office-wise, on track to be the best one yet of the Conjuring franchise, which none of us have seen The Nun, so we're all disappointed to this box office list. I don't like horror flicks. I, I know. I don't like scary movies. But House of the Clockens Wall is interesting. Wow, Hellfest, which also came out this weekend, mm-hmm. is at number 11, with with right at you had five and you had five million. I would also like to point out a Fathom event is also on there at number 12. <laughs> Uh, My Hero Akima. Academia? Academia, the the two heroes movie, also. Was that a a Fathom event? It's in every other, it's like, it was like a week, it was like in every, like, other day, it's like a five-day Fathom event, like, it was like, pick these days, and it was one showtime each. So at, like, four showtimes a week, it did really better than that. Well, it was, it didn't make, it didn't quite make four mil, so. That's still impressive out of, like, four shows in each, in, like, a couple thousand theaters. True story, but never mind. Uh, yeah, there's nothing. Else. Oh, the Broly movie is at twenty. <laughs> uh. It was a real bad month of September. <laughs> it was. It was like the movies were okay, in my opinion. The best one on that list, I think, yeah, might but be. See, these are these are simple sh- these shows. Fathom, 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 fathom. Yeah, but then they're Funimation whereas, because they actually are like. Whereas here, Academia shows is fun. Yeah, it's Funimation. Okay, I, that's, I mean, I, I it doesn't matter. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Semantics. True story. <laughs> but mm-hmm. as far as, like, movies, like, content-wise is concerned, I feel like it was weaker. Because, like, House of Cogs Wall is interesting, but I don't think it was... I think when they didn't market it to the right demographic, it's totally um, a more adult um, movie than a kid movie. And it was rated PG. Yeah, that and, but that they were movie like, Let's is get kids in, and it's really dark. Is ultra like, tonally inconsistent. Yeah, and then you're like, whoa, there's zombies and undead things, and, and yeah, Jack they, Black's a little bit like, and there's you know blood magic, and yeah, uh, yeah. Jack Black plays this weird sort of Willy yeah. Wonka type. It's, it's darker, like 
Dorothy is like, I think it was this. Is this like that in the Harry Potter movies? I'm like, I think the Harry Potter movies are PG-13. Uh, then I looked it up, and they were all PG-13. And I was all like, of them? I think so. I didn't look up all of them. I looked up a bunch of them. I, I know the later ones are, yeah. but let's see now. To the to the internet. to the internet to find that out. But House of Clock's Walls had was very totally different. So if it marketed it better, maybe it might not have done as well. But I think it might have been true to the content because I took my little niece to that, and it was a little dark. So did she like it? My it was it was to the movies, so I'm assuming she did. But if don't I don't have to go to bed at night. With the, with the, with my niece to be had to put her to sleep. Did her parents so. call you and be like, you no, because we forewarned them before we we dropped her off. The oh, okay. first Harry Potter movie, in at least, was rated PG. Oh, okay, so not all Harry Potter movies are, but some of them are. So uh, at the very least, number four is. I would imagine at least the last four, two because I hit the last two. following are. Yeah. At least, so the one to, the one to check is three. Uh, Prisoner of Azkaban. I was about to say the check chamber secrets and prisoner. Prisoner of Azkaban. And that one is PG, PG. also. So probably after four, it was all PG thirteen from there. Yeah, probably. So uh, Deathly Hallow. No, it's, it's, uh, and then there's Goblet a simple Fire. favor, which is a very good R-rated thriller, but it doesn't. They don't bring in the money. But it's, it's still doing well, and it's at least a very... Well, like, and therein lies the issue of looking at just raw box office yeah. numbers. Raw box office numbers don't necessarily equate to financial success for a movie. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying, because, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, like, content-wise. Like, was the movie necessarily good? Like, were those movies... Like, was it a necessarily good batch of movies? Like, was uh, September... Did September have a good, like... Like a good movies, like a good selection of movies to pick from. Um, I think you could perhaps make the argument no. I wasn't really excited for anything. Um, I was excited for Peppermint and A Simple Favor. I was looking forward to Peppermint, which ended up being, I, I feel kind of ultimately a little disappointing. Well, I left that movie happy. I, I got what I wanted. Yeah, like it, I got, I shouldn't say I did. I would say I got what I expected, but not necessarily what I wanted. Um, I think I wanted a little bit less revenge movie and a little bit more something, something plot, something to make me root for the character beyond her these assholes killed. killed her family for no good reason. But that's like I, I think that's ultimately like, because like generally speaking. I check into movies with good character arcs, and Peppermint just didn't super duper mega ultra have one. And the fact that like everybody ends up dead at the end is not the most fun thing ever. Minor spoiler, well, spoiler alert: everybody dies. This podcast was just called Spoiler Alert. Well, you know, (laughs) the movie came out what? Yeah, however long ago, a month ago almost. Yeah. Yeah, so it's. And like and white boy, heaven knows when people are actually going to listen to this. Oh, yeah. So we're we're all right. Oh, yeah. um, white boy Rick is like an interesting story, but I don't think it was executed well as a movie as a whole. Like, I feel like it was just too long, in my opinion. But it's an interesting story. It just doesn't like it. Made one to read the book or like good, find out more information than it did. Good, good in theory, bad in execution. Yeah. Or good, like well, you good story, bad execution, or like. Yeah, like, oh, this is an interesting story, mm-hmm. 
but the way that it's told is not interesting. Yeah, that's that's how I'd probably go. Okay. And then like Night School is very, it's a PG thirteen comedy. What do you know? Uh, it's Kevin Hart. I, I had free time at a wedding, and it was at I had free time before a wedding, and I had a bunch of hours to kill. So, ten o'clock in the morning, there was only two shows I could watch that or Fahrenheit eleven nine, and I chose Night School. <laughs> if the theater that I had that it had been close to me when I was down in Baltimore had been had had anything any shows before eleven o'clock, I would have gone to a movie. But a lot of time, but the the two mornings I had off. I had they they had eleven o'clock starts and I had to be to work at one. Yeah, and it was a half hour drive, so I I couldn't I couldn't make it work. So I didn't see any movies when I was but, down there, despite the fact that I was in walking distance of a movie theater. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that. But you did you like Predator, Tyler? I very much enjoyed that movie. Yeah, guys, talk um, to me about Predator because most yeah. of the most of the reviews I've heard have been not so positive. I wish I could do. I have a friend that can actually like make the Predator noise, and I wish I could do it, <laughs> but um. It, it was act. It was really fun. Um, it's your typical action movie: blow them up, shoot them up. Um, there was some confusion though. Like I'm not sure whatever happened to the little dog that came running. Like, there <laughs> were some moments in the movie where I'm like, mm. there's there's definitely there's definitely some shot questions, and there's just <laughs> questions with the movie that you just kind of have. And its portrayal of uh, like, mental illness, from what I've been heard. Well, the portrayal of mental illness is like it's fine. Yeah. You can have different levels of autism. Well, I, is... the, I, my, the the biggest art, or not necessarily one of the two biggest criticisms I've heard are, you know, autism isn't a superpower, and uh, Tourette's is like is a stupid crutch to let us use insane amounts of profanity for no good reason. Well, Tourette's has been that in comedies for years. So I don't understand. So I don't understand. What I, well, there again, like for that, I, so. I, I, I've, I've not seen the movie, so I can't. I, I, I don't know. I'm. This is just. These are just criticisms that I have heard leveled yeah. at this movie. I've heard that too, but I, I, I can't take that that love that seriously because then you have to yell at every other comedy that's done that. Like there's Adam Sandler comedies that have done that for years. I don't like the way your fart jokes sound. Yeah. They've done, they've done Tourette's comedy like that for years. So it doesn't make sense to get mad at this one movie. Okay. But then like, well, I guess maybe, maybe the fact that we've been doing it for just the the fact that we've been doing it for years doesn't necessarily justify continuing to do it. Oh, it justifies it. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, not done well. It's not clever writing. I'm I'm not saying that it was clever. I'm just saying that if you're just going to yell at it for that, then there's no then your stance is if you're just going to like take that opinion on it and not watch the movie and judge for yourself if it was like over the top or like all Tourette's people are like this. Well, I I don't think that that I think that they were more criticizing it as a as the fact that it was lazy writing and yeah, it's we, lazy we, they, writing, they, like but... w- why was it even there because it's not it, like it well you know like you your your thing like we've been using it as a as a comedic device well okay if if we're using it as a comedic device great but it's but apparently it's not especially funny yeah it's not the it's not the funniest part of that movie like there's definitely better written dialogue in that movie than that but back to the autism part it's not the kid has superpowers it's they called it the next step in evolution was that that's what that's what all they were saying was that he's of a higher intelligence because of his autism because he can he focuses on other things besides like 
interactions with other people and all this other stuff. So the Predators believe that was a higher level evolution. Not really a superpower, but like a higher level of like thought. Well, I think the way that... I think the, the, the... Which I've seen my brother do at points where my brother can remember all this other nonsense, whereas I can't even remember what the freak I had for lunch. What did yeah. you have for lunch? I really don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Only to have nachos at the movies. Oh, okay. Continue, Ken. Um, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm half remembering something that I heard once a week and a half ago. So never mind. I'm, I'm going to, but yeah, I've read, I've read the criticisms on the movie based on that, but you like read the review about it. And you're like, these people never watched the movie. (laughs) They literally explain that in the movie as to why it's not like the kid has like telekinetic powers or is like superhuman. He just focuses on different things. Like my brother can tell you all the dialogue in a Powerpuff Girls episode. But he's yeah. Not, well, so. you have you have interesting insight into this, yeah. Elijah, in that you're you you have an autistic yeah. brother. It just seems like they jumped on like a like oh, there's an auti- they're they're portraying autism poorly, and he's not like thrashing all over the floor, over the place. Yeah, because there's higher levels. Well, of- I, but I think I think that that the I think that it was more like sort of the inconsistency. Like, yeah, there is a spectrum, sure, but at one point, you know, in one moment he's. Fine. In the next movement, movement, moment, he's acting like sort of the prototypical what you think of when you think of someone with autism. Yeah, I can get behind that. There was some, and so it wasn't. Choices. It wasn't necessary. It's not that it wasn't. It, it's just that it was. It was poorly executed. Like it's you yeah, know, like it's like, going it's back like a to, bunch of it's like a bunch of those like small details in that movie that are like they shoot a they, like they shoot a shot of a dog that ever that the, that Olivia Munn's staring at. And it's not the alien dog. It's just a dog. It's like a collie, and it's uh-huh. run, no, it's a the, the it's a pit bull, <laughs> and it's running towards the car. And you and Logan Munn's like looking at it, like, "Come on in, dog. Come on in." And it's like a long shot. So you're assuming this dog has some significant purpose, but then we shut the RV door and drive away. We never see this dog again. Does the dog get in the RV? No. no. There's no shot of this. We dog. just oh, have a, we well, just have a really long shot of a dog running towards the RV. It looked like something. The dog like, is collateral have this damage. Dog come into the RV, and then they decided to take it out, but forgot to take out the clip of them shooting, <laughs> of them the, dog shooting the dog running. Like and it looks like a like, poor uh, like editing choice. Like there was something else that happened after the dog gets on the thing that like maybe the dog does something heroic and leaps off and attacks the predator, and then that's how it dies. But. Yeah, they don't show you that. They just show a shot of Olivia Munn looking at the dog, the dog running towards the van, and then her getting in the van, shutting the door, and off they go. And off they go. And you're like, "What happened to the dog?" Because <laughs> now you've shot this dog okay. like it's an important character, and you're like, "Okay." So the yeah, so it's the... just like inconsistent. Like the, I can see the inconsistent. Like if you're telling me it's inconsistencies in the movie was their problem, then yeah, I get behind that. There's a bunch of them. Like there's a bunch of people's like motivations that are like. Okay. So wrong that you're like, okay, so it, why? So it sounds like I use the word like a lot. I need to change that. Editorial note for myself. Um, so it sounds to me that, uh, but it's a fun action is, sci-fi movie. If you just turned your you brain just off and you're like, don't think about yeah, it very much. If you just watch it for like this year, like you're like predators are on the screen shooting people, and the people are shooting back at these aliens, and there's like a battle between them. 
then you're fine. Okay. If you don't, if you want plot, go watch something else. People should do what I do. You just go watch a movie to enjoy the movie. And if you didn't enjoy the movie, you, you get up after movie. ten minutes and then you walk out. You get up in the Prestige and you walk out. <laughs> you walk out of the Prestige <laughs> without ever giving it a chance. <laughs> Walked out of the Prestige. We walked out of the this. Prestige. Stood in the lobby for an hour and forty minutes. I did. And I, then we came. Then we, me and Mike, left the movie, going, "Wow, that was really fun, Tyler. That was the worst movie I've ever seen." But you only watched ten minutes of it. Thank you. <laughs> I was like sixteen or seventeen. Uh, so I, I was in my movies. I was in my late teens, early twenties when I saw that movie. I was, I was probably around twenty when I saw that movie. I came back from college to watch that movie, Ballview, and then you just were like, "I'm getting up." Okay, so maybe I was like. 18. I'm picking that movie for you to watch. <laughs> okay, I, actually, if I, I would watch it again. I'm actually my pink book club just because I want to see a song watch we, book club. Uh, <laughs> I will watch that if we do what we did with Desperado and we all will, we all pile here. we all dog pile down here and watch. I was about it. to say it's right up there. If we can all watch it together, I will play that game. But I'm not watching. I'm not. He's not personally not, sitting down to watch a book club. Not, Are we no, going to add I that to the movies that make you cry? No, book club did not make me cry. You've seen it already? Yeah, I told you. Uh, that's why I have it. Oh, weird. Oh, boy. I went to the $2 theater, and it was pretty funny. Oh. Um, so, so September, we're going to call... Looking forward to... Okay, yeah, September. Final thoughts on September. Final thoughts, Go. thoughts on September, Tyler? Boy. Yep. Ken? Um... I liked the couple of movies that I saw. Granted, I didn't see very many of them. Uh, I kind of want to see White Boy Rick, although if you said it wasn't very good, then maybe it's, it's I'll pass. A, like, it's an interesting story. So if you have like um, an A-list thing and it works out, that's what I did. The timing worked out and I had my choice between White Boy Rick or The Nun. I picked White Boy Rick. Didn't and so my choice of between White Boy Rick and a House with Clock in its Walls... You chose House with Clock winning, winning, letting House of House with Clock in His Walls wins. Was yeah, because if White Warwick shows up on Netflix, you'll watch it then. Maybe, yeah. That was a mouthful. It was a little bit. House of a Clock in His Walls? Whatever he, Ken just said. But you should watch A Simple Favor. You'd like that. Eh. I thought uh, that. Maybe if, it, maybe if it comes to Netflix, I'll watch it. Didn't we do a podcast where at the end of it we talked about if September was going to suck or not? Yep. We did. Mm-hmm. That's what we're doing, recapping that. Yes. I know we're doing that. It's a shame that Lewis but, isn't here. But I would be interested in hearing what all we said at the end because it's gone. Yeah, they don't it's gone. Forever. Well, you can go back to you can go back episode about number two. I feel and, like it was two. And uh, but if it's not episode two, listen, it is episode I have two. to listen to other episodes. No, it's episode two. I'm pretty sure because I picked the topics two. for episode two. You did okay. So and we then Ken to. picked the losers. That's what we watched in episode two. Because right, I did the topics. Because you did Creed. Yeah, I and think Elijah Elijah double pulled up. Elijah pulled, picked the topics for the first and second episode. No, I think no the, the first episode. Episodes. The first episode was we all sit down. Now we're now we're doing now we're doing clips. Oh show. dear heaven! Um, never <laughs> never mind. Never mind. It's not important. We'll talk about this um, later. Uh, yeah, this is this is this, this is, off, is off the mic. This talk. is off air conversation um, that we can have later. But now we move on to October. Yes, because I feel that September was. A financial success for the movie industry, but not really for the art of movies. So, well, now we're in October. The only month that's ever a success for the art of movies is December and sometimes January because I'd that's when that, all the like, most that's months, when all the Academy Award it, nominated it stuff comes out. Doesn't matter about that. It's like 
No, but that's the stuff that, that tends, the, that pushes the... If there's going to be something that pushes the artistic envelope of film and elevates film as an art form, it comes out in that window. It doesn't come out in September. Yeah, but I mean, like, Infinity War, I would argue, was like an achievement in movie making. Would you call it a... Would you, would you say it should be given a, an Academy Award for oh, yeah, achievement yeah. in popular film? No, I wouldn't do that. I'd give it the achievement in actual film. So oh, far. so you would you would nominate it for Best Picture. You I think, would nominate that movie. You for, think... Because of, of what they had to juggle in that movie and everything that they had to do and all that they achieved, like like juggling like 30 different actors on the screen at one time, all big-named actors and all different superhero-like characters, giving them all their own screen time, giving them all their own amount of like levels of care and even you care about the villain at points in that movie okay that's and this and like the storytelling of the of that whole film is just so well put together he makes good points yeah no that you you, you are making compelling arguments i don't know it's that the academy would agree oh, with they you but, but i'm just telling you that i'm just saying like guardians one got nominated so not for best picture not for what did he get nominated for he got nominated for some writing no logan Something. was the first combo movie to get nominated for writing uh, I don't know if Guardians 1 got nominated for... I thought it got nominated, nominated for, for... No, it got an Emmy. It got an Emmy nod for comedy. Comedy musical? Yeah. And then that... they, 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 were thought... all, they were all pitching for it. To oh, that's right, that. and then it got snubbed. Then it got snubbed. It was on the snub list, because Guardians 1 was supposed to be on there. Because it was up for the Emmys, and they thought it might actually just get nominated, which would have been a big boost for comic book movies. Yeah, now that you mention it. Yeah. It got a, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the first think, big, like, nudge for combo movies was um, Logan getting nominated for writing. Uh, do you think that it is possible that, uh, what do you call it, Infinity War could get could get nominated for adapted screenplay? It could. I, I, I would. I'd give it that. I'd like, in, in lieu of, like, realistically, it's not going to get a Best Picture nom. Yeah, but it could get, I, I think if, there, if, 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 if Marvel is going to put in, is going to try and get a, uh, an Academy Award best picture for best picture. Black it's Black yeah. Black Panther, absolutely. But I, I think that it would be interesting if uh, they threw. They're, they're going to uh, throw Infinity War because Disney's got, War the money to, for... Disney's got the money to shell out for all these screeners to put out there. So. Yeah, but I, 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 I'm curious, and I, I, we this is a this is a story for another time. Uh, but to try and figure out who. Uh, how exactly the nomination process works because it seems like some years there are movies that it's like the film company or the distributor or whoever it is the studio gets to put one movie out there and they have to pick one movie they can't put two so it maybe so i i would just be interested to to see how it all works how yeah i would be interested to find out how exactly the uh nomination process for the academy award is is, is, is determined like well, who determines what movies get uh nominated yeah or are worthy of nomination maybe is would be the better way to put it and i would call like toy story 3 is also a may movie it was a jude movie that also was very well written and deserved to be up for best picture and very well acted by animated characters but it was so well done that it just deserved to be up there and it's an achievement in filmmaking and arrival came out in october and was still uh, it was up for best picture also oh, we did watch that 
You watched Arrival together? That was the one with the, the aliens, right? Yes. Yeah. I know I watched it with Ken at the William Park Mall. And I watched it by myself. Did I watch it with you with Lindsay? Yes. Yeah. We were I know I watched that movie a bunch of times. The ending we did not like. The The end is leaves something to be desired because the ending just seems... The little... ending of that movie is interesting. Yeah. I don't know that it leaves something to be desired. So, what were we talking about? We're moving to October. We're moving to October. Yeah. Oh, right. Did we get there yet? <laughs> no. Not then, really. We then, we then switched pace to... He then mentioned... Because I mentioned about... Well, now we're going back yet. Um, Venom. Comes Venom. Out. Venom and a Star is Born come out the next week, this coming weekend. Venom poised to be... A PG-13 rated action horror sci-fi thriller. Venom hopes to be Sony Marvel Pictures' hope to revamp a debatable, almost collapsing Spider-Man franchise. <laughs> I'm interested. I am more interested in this movie as a like cultural touchstone and as a what the bleep are they going to do with this movie like how is this all going to tie in with the MCU is it going to tie in with the that's MCU that's the big question at hand is what's it going tie in on here I am more interested in that aspect of this movie than I am in actually watching the movie because because most of Sony's pictures are going to be like Spider-Verse movies but never really have a lot to do with Spider-Man but at some point, you have to, if you're going to use all these characters from Spider-Man, you have to include Spider-Man um, at some point. Because the next movie after this is Morbius, The Living Vampire. And then there's the Black Cat and Silver Sable movie, because it got split at two. It's not, that... it's not one movie anymore. They split it. Oh. Cause they, because they reread Black Cat's history, and they thought that Black Cat couldn't survive her own movie, but now they think that Felicia Hardy can. But I think it's different. But uh, it's, not if, my, if, it's not my movie if company. Morbius the Living Vampire can survive his own movie, Felicia Hardy can survive her own movie, for also, crying out loud. Also true. He's so, not going to sparkle, is he? No. No, he's going to suck I mean, out of his hands. He shouldn't. <laughs> Doesn't he have... I am having vague recollections... That's of, in the cartoons. They sucks blood out of his hands. Of, isn't isn't he in somehow? And there again, this is informed by the the cartoon show from the nineties. Isn't isn't Morbius's power or Morbius's past somewhere entwined with Felicia? Um, I think Maybe so. I, I think I'd, that's all from the cartoon. Though. To the wiki. No, it's fine. Never mind. I don't care. And then, <laughs> to the wiki, but I think mind. that Starsborn is going to give it a run for its money. Oh, I think I think Starsborn is going to kick the crap out of Venom. Money may wise from a money perspective, mm-hmm. yeah. That's Maybe not get crap out of, but because win, I think I think a star is born. It's gonna win given the given its star power, given it's buzz, given yeah, given the buzz. Um, I mean, maybe not opening weekend, but I could see in the like like it having a us being a, a strong contender for second in its first weekend. And then just leaving Venom in the dust. You think it has better staying power than Yes. Remind me again what A Star is Born. Um, Bradley Cooper. Starring, writing, directing. He stars, writes, directs. I don't know if he's directing. I shouldn't. He is? Bradley Cooper's directing. I knew he's directing. Um, I didn't know he wrote it. He's a musician who finds a not so good looking artist. Oh, I. Played by Lady Gaga, Gaga, who is. I do remember that. 
who's, who's not so good looking but still extremely good looking. Yeah, yes. it's exactly so it's exactly. I thank yes. you for thank, thank you. you for putting it so succinctly. <laughs> yes. I oh watch yeah, it. written. I've seen code, it Friday with my in-laws and my wife. Directed, co-written by. Yep. And starring. Star Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper could like win like four awards this year if he gets. If, uh, I will they, be. Because they voted him like. Well, because they, they they think he might win best director and best actor. And then he'll get if he wins Best Picture, he gets the producing Oscar too. Uh, I will be surprised if first-time director Bradley Cooper wins. I think it's first time. Click on Bradley Cooper. It is his it first is? time. Oh, you just looked at it. No, it says on the friggin' the th- it says the thing thing on the on the trailer in the trailer it says. No, it just says directed. Director, first. directing, first for directorial debut. I don't remember seeing that. Uh, director. director. Okay, uh, if I'm wrong. Oh. A Star is Born. Bam. All right. Ken Eat right. it. Ken was right. We'll, we'll have it on record. Ken was right. Who was right? Ken was right. Ken was right. Yeah, Ken was right. He was right. But yeah, I agree with Ken that a Star is Born, <laughs> that a Star is Born will be have better staying power than Venom because I think Venom is a very top heavy movie and it's gonna if Bad Buzz hits it really hard it's gonna die like a ton of bricks. Right when <laughs> when all the nerds go see it and say, "Well, that was terrible because Tom Hardy is not as good an actor as everybody says he is, and the Venom visual effects are terrible." That's more what I'm worried about. I I can't get over that that the, the Venom looks just awful. I think, and maybe it'll look better in the movie, but I on so. on he the screen. Bad. But I think anything. it looks it looks he just looks like bad. I'm like I'm like he's got he, his mouth opens, but <laughs> but Papa didn't see that. He just like clapped his fingers like there were clams in front of his face, but. <laughs> But Tom Hardy, that's not Tom Hardy's mouth. So every time, like, the the uh, the symbiote is able to s- significantly change the physiology of Tom Hardy's head? Is that what's going on here? I think so. Okay. I'm not 100% sure, because I, I haven't really paid attention in the trailers. Other and it's, than, it's one of those things that, like, I never, ever... I'm looking for other characters I never thought of it... As a as a as a comic book reader, it never bothered me at all. I never even I never even occurred to me. But these they've got these the the picture the the poster or not the poster but the, the promotional image or whatever it is. It's a poster. Is yeah maybe it's a poster uh, where he the symbiote is on half his face and like the mouth just is totally doesn't even work right. So I was about to say Venom I, logically in the comics based on like what he's supposed to be because he's just supposed to be like just kind of a flat sort of suit. But he it doesn't really make sense because his head's then really higher, so he has to change right, like, well, like, physiology. Right from a, from a, and maybe that's maybe that's how this will be. Is it's just going to be? I I don't know. Like I said, I I there are there are some things that I like I can see around, or I don't care so much about when it's silly drawings on a page. But when you try and make it physiologically plausible on a movie screen i then it breaks my brain then i'm like wait that that there's so we're dislocating 
every bone in Tom Hardy's body to make him now eight feet tall and have shoulders that are three feet wide. In these silly books, <laughs> like I said, I, I like I'm said, I, I I don't I don't care about it in the comic book, uh-huh. but like I said, when you put it in front of me in live action, all of a sudden I'm like, that doesn't hang sense. on a second, wait. What do you think, Tyler? I'm not really excited about them. I'm really not like the guy. Well, you're not much of a you're not a super comic book guy, so well, I enjoy the I enjoy the movies. Like you okay, know, that's if right. There's a new Marvel DC's let me down too many times to care. Um, and unless you're Wonder Woman, um, the woman, but <laughs> Spider-Man. <laughs> but uh, I lost where I was at. Oh yeah, so if oh oh to. Oh, did you look up Wonder Next Woman? Next topic, go. No. Keep going, Keep sorry. Going. Oh, I, okay. I, I should have... So, he looks like a giant ball of mass to me, which is concerning. Because I remember, like, in the 90 cartoon shows, like, he looked normal. And then they, I think they had him in a Spider-Man at one point, right? Yeah. Uh, Spider-Man is, uh... But, um... Spider-Man wears really... the black suit, but he looks like Spider-Man. Yeah. So that looked normal. Like, but then there's, like but then there's when well, he and takes the other... over Eddie Brock, he looks like um, if Arnold Schwarzenegger put on the Venom suit and walked around. Well, and that's the other thing is, in the comics, Eddie Brock is built like a brick shit house. Yeah, like he's a big dude, and it's one of the one of the complaints that got leveled against Topher Grace's Eddie Brock in Spider Man Three was he's built like Spider Man. He's built like Tobey Maguire. He's a he's a average size skinny guy you know he's not the massive whereas and i think tom hardy is is a bigger guy he's not tom super huge right right guys. you know tom hardy was was mad max you know he's yeah. he's wiry he's tall ish you know he's fit but he's not he's not arnold schwarzenegger he's not sylvester stallone he's not uh crap never mind doesn't matter Steven Seagal. um Dolph Lundgren. uh Never Big mind. Rams. Never mind. The guy Not the important. Batista. Dave Batista. Batista. Uh, oh, Dave Batista would kind of make a really good bet of the stop processing. Um, you could just put him in the black suit and just toss him up there. Right? Because Batista's uh, built like a brick shit. But and I feel, and maybe, here again, maybe I'm misremembering or I'm not, I'm not, it's not gelling quite right in my head because I haven't poured over the Venom trailer because I don't super duper mega ultra care. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like there's a there's a spot in that trailer where Venom is literally like eight feet tall, yeah, and proportionally guy, accurate because yeah. he's like holding a full grown human yeah. being level, and the guy's feet are a foot and a half off the ground. And so I'm like, this doesn't like I said, this it's a it's a physiological violation. Like I just like I said, I, it breaks my brain when I don't care in the comics. Um, so next up we have in the following week we have Goosebumps two, Goosebumps two, and was the thing that I was ooing about was First Man and um, Bad Times at El Royale is that week. Oh, is there? Oh yeah, there it is. Bad Times at the El Royale. Yeah, I was about to say Elijah that. is um, super pumped about that movie. I'm not. Like I keep seeing the trailers. Oh, turns my and, cuff. <laughs> and turns my cuff. Goodbye, everybody. Uh, I I just watch it and I'm like, I know I'm gonna watch this movie, and I'm probably gonna like it. But I can't, can't get excited about it. I just, I just not. I just watch a trailer and I'm like, that yeah. Drew Goddard did a movie called Cabin in the Woods, Tyler. He wrote, directed, and 
the other movie I wasn't excited about. Did you watch Cabin in the Woods? I wasn't excited about it. But you didn't watch it. You don't even know. What Did it you is. watch it? No, because I wasn't excited. It's about brilliant, it. dude. It's you need to watch it. So we're just. I don't. I don't do horror movies. And Cabin in the Woods. Cabin in the Woods is brilliant. Yeah. Oh, if it's a horror, that's probably why I didn't watch it. Yeah. It's, he, he doesn't it's, watch horror movies. It's postmodern. It's a deconstruction of horror movies. It's, it's so it's really brilliant. Like I don't throw the word brilliant around a lot. Cabin in the Woods, at least from a writing perspective, is brilliant. If I get scared and I have nightmares, then I'll be fine. Um, I'll the mermen, the the mer people in that movie are nightmare fuel. Uh, are they nightmare fuel? Yes, well, but you should now. watch. But, yes. Um, Drew Goddard did that, and now he's doing this movie. I did which not is, realize uh, that those were the same dudes. Yep. My anticipation level for Bad Times at the El Royale has I swore just, I've told you that. Has just yeah. elevated. I don't know. I don't know that you... I don't know. Yeah, but Drew Goddard did Cabin in the Woods. This is his second movie. Wow. Long time. Long time. But it's, uh, it's something I've been Oh, wow. Born in 75. He's not an old guy. Since that, since that, it's something I've been excited for. Like he's done like commercial uh, writing stuff. Oh, producer. Yeah. Oh, he's mostly well. He's he's the top top build on uh, IMDb is producer. He's got ten credits as a producer, yep. director. Cabin what in the Woods. Yep. Cabin in the Woods. The Good Place. Yep. Oh, a TV series he did too. Yeah, and Bad for the El Royale is his second movie. Yep. And then apparently he's on for X Force. For X Force, yeah. which could be great. Yep. Especially if he's writing it. Uh, oh, right. He's no. He's a seventeen credits. Yeah, I was about writer. to say he's mostly he's he, he's part of the reason why um the Sinister the Six is so good. Yeah, The Martian screenplay by oh wow he just solo writing credit for the, well maybe yep. not solo but um but he's part of the reason that movie's so good um but that's what but then all the actors oh wow he's a are, writer on Lost yeah. Okay, I'm gonna stop. Sorry. He's all, part of the reason that the uh, Times that Royale looks so good is all the actors in it, and I think uh, Chris Hemsworth, a cast, is gonna bring that movie to a different level with, um, Nikes, the dude, the dude. The oh, dude. oh, oh, crap! I'm <laughs> terrible at I'm terrible at names tonight. Apparently, uh, don't look at me. I know nobody. Um, you don't. Uh, R.I.P.D. and True Grit and. Uh, yeah, crap. Uh, Jeff Bridges. That's um, it. Oh my goodness. Uh, we're terrible. People. I was totally. I just, this I, podcast I, is canceled. I, I, <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, everybody, it's been uh, great. It's been fun. It's been a great but, time. We've all had fun at this podcast. It's been a good day. Show's canceled. Jeff, Jeff, we all forgot Jeff Bridges. Uh, we're all terrible people. Um, yeah. True Goddard, screenplay by Andy Weir, based on the novel by. Yep. So. Wow. And. He can, and the way he developed characters, Drew Goddard in his writing, I'm excited for him, John Hamm, and just everybody in that movie to elevate. Oh yeah, John Hamm is in that movie. We need to work on your sales pitch, son. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot. I forget. The cast in this movie is great. I would you with Drew Goddard at the helm. I'm super stoked. Yeah, I. You have. You have. Uh, I've now reached Ken's level. Now Ken's excited. I'm. I mean, you just walked yeah, in the woods. I'm now, now just I'm get now you excited. In. We should right now just abandon podcast and watch Cabin in the Woods. Um, <laughs> nightmare fuel. Could be touching that. It's, it's, very fuel. it's very it's brief. It's very brief nightmare fuel. It's not nightmare fuel. It's legit funny. Is it it's like not, the giant... Well, does Army of Darkness make, do have you nightmare fueled? 
we're going to have to not answer that question. Oh, God, it does? How? Um, no, then you might answer. not want to watch Pitch Black, We're not going to go with that answer. Oh, boy. You're going to not like you my like answer. You like Predator. How? You're not going to like my answer oh, my. about um, Army of Darkness. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay, going <laughs> back on. to next. There's First Man, which is the Ryan Gosling. Movie, oh, yeah. Which is also another big hype. I didn't see it. Well, we it's not it's out not, yet. It's not out yet. No, the Army of Darkness. Oh, well, that's fine. I don't think you had. <laughs> but you're also a terrible person. So, first man. Are you kidding me? What? All that beating around the bush for, I haven't seen it. Ken hasn't seen it either, if you're curious. Uh, the first, no, I haven't seen the first one. I saw the no, second No, Army one. of Darkness. There's Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2, and Army of Darkness. That's oh, yeah, then I've only seen Evil Dead 2. Anyway, so first man. And first, yeah, man first man is Ryan Gosling as Neil Armstrong. Neil Armstrong. Yeah. See, I'm interested in that one. I'm a little oh yeah, it's, it should be interesting that movie. Yeah. And then there's Goosebumps too. And then there's Goosebumps too, but who cares? There I was mean, the first one. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was the a year ago. One, the first one had Jack Black. No, it was two years ago. Was the first one had Jack Black. Okay, wait, wait. And that was at least interesting. This one has nobody. This one has Jack Black. Jack Black's back. <laughs> really? He's back in. Huh. Back. He's, in He's not in all the back. trailers. That's you're you're absolutely correct. He's not in any of the trailers. I didn't even see him on the cast. And Jong. Yeah, that's the only reason to possibly go see that movie is because <laughs> Ken Jong's in it. Uh, Ken Jong's hilarious. And because Ken Jong is hilarious. Um, oh, and the Ope comes out that day. But then the following weekend is Halloween. Bleh. Which is some something I'm sort of excited for because Jamie Lee Curtis coming back to the Halloween franchise, just eliminating every other Halloween movie that has come before it, before after two. <laughs> Meh. That's that's kind of interesting to me, just to be like, hey, let's retcon ninety percent of these movies. <laughs> and I'm, yeah, that seems that seems kind of cool to me. I have not seen any of these because as we as we've discussed, I don't like horror, horror movies, movies yeah. so I don't I haven't seen any of them. But from Michael a, Myers from a, is the only one that's somewhat kind of based in like a maybe there's this could actually be a real person oh, okay. reality whereas like Jason and Freddy are like unstoppable Michael Myers is just kind of just a smart killer and he's very sneaky for a big guy it's about the best I can offer for Michael Myers and then there's The Hate You Give and Serenity come out that day Serenity is a thriller with Matthew McConaughey and Anne Hathaway which is another movie I'm oh. somewhat interested in that's a that's a is good cast movie. Ooh, Diane Lane, Jaiman Ansu. Yeah. I'm in. Huh? I'll watch the crap out of that. The one with the fishing reel? Yeah, that's the one with the fishing reel and the boat. Meh. Yeah. I, I figured that'd <laughs> be your back answer. Down, I figured that'd be your answer, Mr. I don't want to watch things. Um, but that should be interesting. I don't think it's going to do Ooh. anything in the box office. I don't no, think a lot of are going to get it, but I like the cast in it. I'm yeah, no, the, interested the, in the story. Yeah, the cast in that movie is, is really compelling. Mm-hmm. Stephen Knight's directing, so that's that's good. His name rings a bell to me. Uh, Bring that up and scroll to the next weekend while you're looking, so I can talk oh, about the other Jimmy movies. Cats. Okay, hang on. Uh, next movie. Next movie. I'm I'm interested in the hate you give as a in a in a post Black Panther world, a movie that is decidedly from a perspective that is not mine. Yeah. I am I am hyper interested in that movie. I think that movie looks um, interesting. I know that you guys said the 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 young woman who's the lead in that movie was not especially 
good in talented darkest minds. in darkest minds and she's done like other movies where i'm just kind of like she's kind of flat yeah she you said she's kind of wooden um yeah. i that's the only problem with that movie is i'm like i feel like we could have picked maybe somebody better but maybe she'll bring something that i didn't that i just couldn't uh, see in some of the other movies the main chick in the darkest minds is in hate you give i heard that i know <laughs> but i figured you could add something to that director you know Throw in how well she did in that movie because you. That was the uh, one with giant Oprah. No, that was <laughs> no. Darkest Minds is the one where me and Lewis watched about that. That was the that was the that's not X Men X Men movie. That's the one where we made oh. fun of that you that. Um, she was the girl. Hmm. She was the girl that was causing all the problems. Um, I don't know. I'm, she was I'm the not... psychic that was like, "You're yeah, gonna walk I'm into the woods." <laughs> Not on the, not on the, but not on was that like poor, Could it have been poor writing in that movie? It, but you can have poor writing and still execute a character, like I've stated with Hugh Jackman and Wolverine. Well, not everyone's a Hugh Jackman. I'm, I'm not saying that either, but that means that you can. <laughs> um, there's, I think, with young actors especially, or maybe not with young actors especially, but, uh. But given that this is something that has happened over and over and over again, that she's a little she's a little flat, you guys say. I haven't seen her in anything. Um, but I think uh, the, the director, I think I think it could also be a director. Like if a director is good with working, good at working with young people, they can sometimes coax coax performances out of out of out of actors that. You wouldn't get otherwise. That's what I'm saying. We can give her give her a chance because this is like the first time I'm going to see her in like a drama sort of role, as opposed to like a teenage sort of movie. Like I think the movie is Everything Everything was the other movie I think I've seen her in. Uh, that's possible. And then Darkest Minds, which is just another teenage movie. So um, this movie, being a drama, should maybe help her to like to show maybe her range, and maybe what she can do versus what she can't do. So yeah, I think she stands a chance. But yes, I don't know. Did you look up this person that you thought you saw? Yeah, I don't know why Stephen Knight. Maybe I'm thinking of someone else because there's nothing here that's jumping out to me. Like, oh yeah, that's where I heard about this guy from. Except for maybe uh, the hundred foot journey. Was that a? Was that a thing? I don't remember. Was that like an Academy Award nominated movie or something like that? Yeah. Um, Has Helen Mirren in it. But he's mostly a writer. He's only directed a few things. Huh. What were so, the other movies we got? What? The movies. Movies. My... Hunter, Ki- Ooh, Hunter Killer. Hunter yes. Killer comes out at the end of the month. That movie's going to be a fun... May- I hope, anyway. I hope, can, I hope it's going to be a fun... Memory again? Uh, submarine movie. Starring Gerard Butler as the captain of the submarine. Uh-huh. They have to go save the Russian president. Yeah, and the Russian the Russian president. Yeah, they have to go and kidnap the Russian president to keep him from being uh, overthrown or yep. something like that. It's 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 gonna be it's, it's gonna be wacky spy political intrigue wackiness. It's it's probably going to be awful, but I don't super care because Gerard Butler. But it could awesome. be in the positive way of awful, where you're just like, this is chaotic. I like it. Don't think I saw. Yeah, I mean, if it's no, if it's didn't. set piece after set piece after set piece, and you know, crazy. Uh, crazy submarine antics. I, I'm in. I don't care. Uh, but like I said, realistically, it's not going to be good. But I can't help but being. I can't help but looking forward to this movie. Can't, I can't help but look forward to this movie. There's Johnny English three, 
which we all were so excited after the second one, we decided to come back for Johnny English 3. I didn't realize there was a second one. Yep. <laughs> I remember there being a first one, but and I don't remember the there being a second film one. In Indivisible? Indivisible? Yep. Pure Flix movie. How can you tell it's Pure Flix? Because I saw a trailer for it. Oh. Oh, because you watched that other religious movie. I watched Unbroken Path to Redemption. That movie's not going to come anywhere. Why? I I don't care. An original pop musical film about six strangers who get stuck on a New York City subway together and change each other's lives in unexpected ways? I'd watch the shit out of that. <laughs> the movie's called Stuck. It's called curious. Stuck? Comes out in 2017? It's rated PG-13. It's nine minutes. Drama musical. And that, I gotta, I gotta and find that, this movie. And that pretty much rounds out October. Oh, and that's the end of October. Oh. <laughs> Tyler looks for that. Oh, disappointing. That Tyler's broken by stuck. <laughs> My brain is now stuck. Tyler's brain's like, is that a thing? Tyler's like, I could write something. That's. <laughs> Tyler's just been sparked to write I'd, a screenplay. I. Guys, we're making a movie. <laughs> if Stuck is a movie, we can make another movie. <laughs> Give me I'm... five minutes of Battlefield and I'll make a movie. <laughs> Give me five minutes of Battlefield and I can make a movie. <laughs> There's no people on the Battlefield. There's just a Battlefield in every field. Alright, yeah. I got a like camera. The, it's like the video game Battlefield. Give me five minutes of Battlefield. <laughs> just you in the video game Battlefield. And you're just recording Battlefield on your camera. Oh boy. Well, that rounds out October and September, so that's our roundup of the past two of the past month of movies and the one up and coming. Anything in October that you're excited for, Tyler? That nothing movie wise, no. Nothing movie wise? What? Nothing? Nothing at all? Well, None of the ones that I listed on there? You just I, said Thirst Man, you were somewhat interested. That, no. I'm interested. No. I'm not really excited for movies until Rhapsody. So, Bohemian Rhapsody in the beginning of. November. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sure. That's, I can get behind that. That's fair. Um, Ken, anything you're really excited for in um, October? After after our discussion? <laughs> Bad times of the El Royale. Bad times of the El Royale? Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm looking forward to... I, I think First Man is going to be compelling. Uh, I, I'm looking forward to A Star is Born. Uh, mostly as much because it's uh, it's a bunch of sort of unknown, not necessarily unknown, but like uh, you know Bradley Cooper first time directing, Lady Gaga first time serious lead actress, lady acting, Dave Chappelle back in the movie. Um, was it Dave? Is it Dave? Dave Chappelle? Chappelle. Yeah. Cool. That was Dave Chappelle. Yeah, Dave Chappelle's in the movie. What happened to Dave Chappelle? Dave Chappelle went to Africa for a long time, but then came back to he, America. He got, he got, uh, he was in trouble for tax evasion. Or no, wait, didn't he, didn't he, didn't he get, no, there was, I, I think there was, no, I'm thinking, I'm thinking of Wesley Snipes. Yeah, uh, but didn't he, Snipes didn't like actually. MTV pay him a bunch of money to make a, no, Comedy Central a, some, paid him. Yeah, somebody paid Comedy's, him a bunch Comedy of money Central's to. Comedy Central paid him to make three more seasons of the Chappelle show. Yeah, and he just took so the money and ran. And then he got the fame got to his head. We went a little crazy and ran to Africa with most of the money. So does that mean this movie was not filmed in the United States? No, he's back in the United States. Oh, okay, cool. 
Yeah, Dave Chappelle's back. Cool. But this is like his first like big acting moment since anything for since in so long. But I really liked him in Robin Hood Men in Tights. I was about to say Robin Hood Men in Tights. Your back just got punched. Half baked is really good. <laughs> Dave Chappelle is a pretty solid comedic actor, so I'm wondering how he's going to pull off drama. He's going to be the comic relief. I don't know. I watched the trailer today, which was pretty much him, and he was picking up Bradley Cooper off the side of the street. With, uh, or then he takes then he takes him back to his house, and he's got these two kids and his wife. And he says, "I always knew that one that you were going to get famous. I didn't know I'd be the one picking you up and all this other stuff." Mm. It was giving us some gigantic emotional. I was going to say it could be that uh, all the years away have been have uh, have uh, matured and sobered our Dave Chappelle, and he's now going to be a more well uh, a better rounded actor as Maybe. a as a uh, I also recommend his uh, results. specials on Netflix they're also really good his comedy specials on Netflix are also superb but yeah we so October to us looks really good September except was, for Tyler except meh. for Tyler Tyler's always mad <laughs> I'm looking forward to Bad Times of the El Royale that's probably my number one of then course it is. is probably A Star is Born then, first man. Special yeah. shout out to Serenity and the Hate You Give. Yeah, special shout outs to Serenity. And then there's like Venom somewhere. Oh, and stuff. also Hunter Killer. <laughs> Hunter Killer. Because. Because Hunter Killer. Because wacky submarine political movies. Yes, please. I don't care. <laughs> Action thriller. Yup, I'm in. I am in. <laughs> This has been the abbreviated podcast. Oh, oh gosh, I got to get over here and put the stop button. Holy cow! I do so. We, is... We're done. Are we done? We we've gone for an hour, Tyler. You want to keep going? No, oh. people have heard enough. <laughs> people heard Holy enough. Of cow. Us three. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, like, comment, and subscribe. Like, comment, and subscribe <laughs> to our various things. We have a Gmail account, which is the Postermen Podcast at gmail.com. We now have an Instagram. What? what? I got I got achieving. What's on our Instagram? Instagram? Uh, nothing. But but check it out. Because that's Lewis's department, who's supposed to bake our art design. Lewis, so that are guy we done yet? Up. Lewis, how you doing? Oh, uh, Lewis. I need to. I had it. I was going to have it written down for next it's time. It's cool. Never. No, don't worry about it. What else? So we have a we uh, have an Instagram and a Twitter. I don't have a Facebook. The Facebook has yet to be made. No, I well, that's that's fair. Become part of our Twitter then. Yes, you already are a part of our Twitter. Okay, no, so no, like, actually, subscribe that's, to our Twitter. That's it. Thought you did, yeah. everybody. All right, that's that's it for right. our that's, <laughs> it. that's it for the poster men. I am Elijah. Hi, everybody. I'm Tyler. That's Ken. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye.